0: This is a Dalina University production. Why should we embrace online learning or net-based education?
1: Well, it's interesting you've used two phrases. And one of the things I've learned at this meeting is that uh, there are a very wide range of descriptors for you know, what may be underlying the same thing. So online learning, e-learning, net learning. Um, I think what we do need to do is embrace the opportunities of a certain kind of digital communication technology, but there are lots of different ways of engaging with it and so one of the values of a meeting like this is to articulate alternatives, but it's such a pervasive uh, accessible medium now that it would be very strange if we weren't trying to exploit it and develop it within educational practice, so we must do that.
0: Do you see any forms of uh, education where online learning is better than education in classrooms or and vice versa?
1: Well, I do have trouble um, totalizing online learning as if it was a single thing. I think the question that probably needs to be asked is whether there are circumstances where communication mediated by, by online tools is hampering the learning experience rather than adding to it. And I think sometimes it can be a replacement for a form of conversation that we do need to protect. So I think. Um, there are certainly circumstances where migrating towards online tools of communication might be mis- not misguided, but maybe unfortunate. There are other cases where doing so is really valuable because the people involved uh, don't have the same opportunity for uh, traditional forms of conversation and communication. So I think it is a mixed blessing and um, for some communities it'll work well and for others it may be less advised.
0: What kind of communities would that be that uh, can benefit from this type of education?
1: Well the most obvious ones are those for whom engagement with sustained full-time education is not practical Uh, and so they maybe um, have demands of everyday life to do with work or domestic commitments and so on, and therefore uh, it's a form of flexible educational opportunity that's very welcome. So that's an issue, and I think there may also be, uh, on a more global scale, there may be places in the world where the opportunity to congregate for traditional forms of educational exchange is just impractical for geographical reasons. So there's a mixture of economic and geographical and personal reasons why um, this is a great uh, media that gives new opportunities.
0: Have you seen any signs of where students are more effective from a distance alone or in a group with others?
1: Well, I, I think um, one of the things we don't notice about new media is that it does provide a very rich focal point for people who are together and want to have a conversation about their interests and their work. Uh, and so um, I think, as a resource for collaborating, this media is very powerful. Uh, and I guess that happens in two ways. Uh, one is the way I'm just describing, it's something that sits between us at a time we want to have an exploratory conversation, and it's a rich focal point for doing that, but then in another sense um, it allows people to form into a group who are actually spatially separated, they're not in the same place and even not in the same place at the same time, so I think the media is really powerful in lots of ways to create lots of versions of collaboration but at the same time I think you're a little bit careful about supposing that that collaborating is only and always the best way to learn and we need to uh, maybe contain our enthusiasm a little and leave space for people to be more privately reflective um, and maybe in doing that continue to use technologies but, but at least to have space whereby they can explore their own thoughts in an uninterrupted way.